and welcome to FOH, Front of House, <laughs> a podcast about the service industry and all of its beautiful, shining sides of a diamond. Of a diamond. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And you're listening to FOH. <laughs> we just do a, a circle back yeah. constantly. Um, it's going to be 45 minutes of us doing that. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Hello to all our new listeners. We're so glad you're here. Yay. Thank you. We respect you as people. Um, That's true. It is. I'm yeah. not lying. Um, so starting off, we like to do some, sometimes we like to do like recaps, like some fun stories about what our happened week, in the restaurant, our, our week, whatever, that's somehow applicable to this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a really funny story that's one of my favorites I've heard in a long time. Um, in our restaurant where we yeah. work. Truly a hoot and a holler. <laughs> it is. Um, a fellow server of ours named Tomas, who's a dear friend. Um, he's great. And he was serving a group of people um, and... They were like finishing up, and a one of them had like a part of a chicken leg, like a, t- a tiny drumstick. A drumstick, yeah. I'm like, what's a chicken leg called? <laughs> it's a drumstick, idiot. Uh-huh. Um, and it was on his plate, and he was like, um, hey, excuse me, like called over <laughs> Tomas, and he's like, hey, excuse me, um, gosh, you know, is there anything you guys can do with this chicken leg? Can you? Like, um, like I feel bad about wasting it. Is there like a, like a homeless shelter? Do you guys donate to, or like a dog? (laughs) Maybe this is real. This happened. This is how people behave. And Tomas was like, you know, we don't really, um, we don't really do that. And he's like, you guys just throw it away. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's cause you've eaten, cause you've eaten part of a $35 entree. Like we don't. We don't bring people scraps. Yeah, we're not going around tossing out scraps into the streets so homeless people can scuttle like animals to eat that. Like, what are you we talking about? We have a about? little trough in the back, and we say, hey, supper time. We bang <laughs> on the bucket. Like, what? It's like, so fucking crazy. Um, and Tomas had a beautifully... Tomas had a, the most perfect answer. He's a very, like, dry person. Like, he's mm-hmm. very... Um, like uh, measured, yes, I would say he wears glasses. He wears glasses. He's very measured, and uh, he and the guy was like, "So, okay, so can you just like you, you can you just like give this to someone? Maybe I don't know. What are you guys gonna do?" And <laughs> Tomas was like, "I can certainly pretend to do that, sir." <laughs> ah! I was like, "That is uh, the best thing so I've ever heard." Just to be like. Um, if it would help your conscience, I will absolutely pretend to give this to a needy person. This scrap of food that you're too full to eat. You crazy deranged, asshole. Deranged. It's just that's what the concept of charity is to rich people. Is like They're like, my literal scraps. They're like, oh, should I like, would I consider like donating the cost of this meal? Or right. even like ordering an extra entree and like giving it to some or like anything that would be a real action. There's no forethought. It's there's no like intention. It's just like, ah, oh, golly, I don't need this shit. Can you do the labor for me? Of yeah. giving it to, can you do this for me? Person who's already serving me. You're like, what the fuck what is happening? 
Um, it's like one time I worked a, a fancy dinner and there were like actual slabs of steak and like shrimp cocktail left over, like untouched platters of yeah. whole food. And they, they were like, gosh, are you guys are going to compost, like compost this, right? And I was like, mm-hmm, into my mouth. Yeah. Into my, I, I, we had a steak dinner that night. I you do and remember I. that. That was beautiful. It was like we were dining on the trash of rich people who were like, you're throwing this away, right? In an ethical way. I'm like, absolutely. Yes. We're putting it in the compost. I mean that was good. It was a delicious dinner. We lit candles. It we was did. very cute. We were like Music. we were little mice snacking on a rich person's bone. Like Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. We were a little anyways. I just love that concept. The rich people scraps thing is like so beautiful. It's very um it's very like uh like a fable or yeah. like a like a morality tale. Totally. Taken into its most perverted and disgusting extreme. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Uh, what a hoot. Um, yeah, this past weekend I went to uh, I went to Colorado. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've just been on this journey I didn't want to go on out yeah. west. It's like I'm ready to just stay here in this You're disgusting... You're like a pilgrim. You yeah. don't want to go there yet. Yet. You are in the westerly, I, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, I must. Um, Colorado, I, I mean, granted, I, I spent you know, probably like 60 hours in this place. So I can't really say that much about it as a state, even though I want to say I don't like it. But, um, I was in Fort Collins, which is like, you haven't gotten your 10,000 hours in Colorado. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Colorado Gladwell. Did you get it? I did. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I, there's a lot of beer in Colorado. Yeah. Again, more weed. I'm like, I got gummies coming out of my ears here. That's weed gummies. No, I got it. Okay. Not the Hari boat kind. No, no. Yeah. It's very winky. Um, But anyways, I, so it was my dear friend's wedding and (laughs) I'm with um, my friends from high school. We've known each other forever and they're all like pretty accomplished. My friend, one of my friends is like a federal prosecutor in LA. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say she works on war crimes. Who knows what she's doing out there? I want to say she's doing good things, but you know what? When you tap in federal... That's good. You think? I don't know. Actually. Okay. But she's a great person, so hopefully. Um, I wish I could cut that out, but maybe. <laughs> she's, keep it in. Keep it in. Anyways, she's lovely, very smart. And we were at a party. Um, all of my friends and I now live in like LA or New York. And so we're at this party, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring. Uh, we didn't bring anything, which is like very not That's me. That's not you. We're all very, like, we're from the South, so we all have these, like, very, like, Southern manners. And I was like, we should bring something. And they were like, well, it's like a catered event before the wedding. Yeah, it's like a little strange. But then we went in there, and it was, like, a family barbecue. And, like, (sighs) there was just, like, cores. And I was like, God damn it. And then, like, a handle of, like, um, like barefoot wine. Beautiful. And I was like, this is going to be an issue. And I I didn't realize like just how much, like I don't consider myself a snob. Like we've talked about like, I love dive bars. Yeah. No, not at all. I guess Coors is where I draw the, I I guess I'm just unfamiliar with that as like the, because it's the regional shit beer. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe if it had been Narragansett, would I have been okay with it? Uh, I think Coors is worse. It is, right? I think it is. I think it is. It's like, it's like bad Bud Light, right? I think it's like ham. Like, do do you have you ham? (laughs) Hams is a beer. Oh, I've never heard of that. Is it a Midwestern beer? Midwestern. Yikes. Yeah. So, um, so between that and the bad wine, I was like, you know what? I'll put this bad wine on ice. Right. Fine. Fine. I can suck that down. Everything's better. Yeah. You can just 
Yeah, I'll yeah. just, it'll be like I'm pretending to drink, like, I don't know, whatever. Soda. Lemonade, whatever. Um, and then I got myself, so I, I <laughs> at parties like that, I sometimes get a little bit like, uh, it's kind of like when I was saying, when I'm around people who are like, really uptight or like old people or people I don't know. I really like to go above and beyond. So anyways, I saw a bottle of um, unopened sparkling on the counter and I was like, maybe I'll just like, I was like, do you think that this is like a present or is it like a, a, like, is it like something that's like just for the party? This is literally like, I feel like a scene in a movie where they're trying to like, this is like the kind of like exposition that she's like, a bad girl. No. And it is so embarrassing and it's just completely what happens to me at any. You're Lizzie Kaplan right now. Just like, (laughs) should I? But I saw it and I was like, my friend who uh, is the lawyer, I was like, should I open this bottle? I was like, I think she's like, no, do it. And I was like, you think? She's like, no. And somehow because she's like a lawyer, I was like, all right. She's the Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, exactly. She was like, but but obviously like I have to be the one to do it, right? Right. So I opened the cage of of the sparkling, you know? Mm -hmm. But then I got freaked out because like an older guy came into the kitchen who I thought maybe it was his house. And mm-hmm. so I put, so the cage is off the sparkling. Oh my God. <laughs> and I put the wine and I like slide the wine bottle. Like, like kinda, you're fully 18 years no, old. No, totally. Like, I was like, why am I so scared of people who are like 55 years old? It's like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Like he would be like, oh, that was supposed to be your present. You'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But also like, because I was with all my high school friends, I did feel like I yeah, was 16, like you know? Yeah, yeah. So I like push it back and I'm like doing a classic like boop boop boo like nothing to see here like idiot and then you're like um <laughs> this isn't the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> so then um obviously the cork pops. pops yeah um it's like warm wine the cork yeah. pops out hits the ceiling the no. whole the whole party is like <laughs> like turns to look at me i'm at now point standing five feet away from this bottle and so everyone's like did that wine open by itself and i'm like do you're I- like there's a ghost i was like do i lie and i kind of lied because i was like you know i took the um i took the cage off but um i didn't uh i didn't open it uh it just kind of uh, popped off and and the person who had brought the wine was standing right there. And she's a, another woman I went to high school with who I don't know very well. She was like one of the popular girls. And she was like, I brought that wine for the host. And I was like, yeah, I am very sorry about that. And then I just poured it into a solo cup and put a bunch of ice on it and walked out. And, uh, oh, and then the dad came in and he was like, I heard a pop. Did that damage the ceiling? I was like, no, we didn't damage. The- Can I leave, please? Can I like just go? Oh my God. That is hilarious. It was just a weekend of like, we were very much the alphas at the wedding, just constantly being like, you know, you were like spanked everyone. No, <laughs> just you we hazed were- them. You're like, <laughs> we were just like very aggressive. City You're like, people. Fry like bacon. <laughs> Everyone's like, why? Like, we're just here to celebrate our friend's love. <laughs> Fuck you, drink more. <laughs> that um, is your Parker pose. You're, I'm just casting this weekend for you. Thank you. Yeah. I was a little bit that, you know. But uh, it was really fun. But uh, I didn't realize that in the face of uh, booze or spirit or whatever that I don't find acceptable, I'm, like, totally paralyzed. You're like, I'm like, is there natural wine anywhere? Excuse me. Can everyone just be quiet for a second? I just have to ask You're a like, question. All of this has sulfur in it. Is there any tequila? I don't even care what it is, but 
Um, that is hilarious. Yeah, so it was fun. And then at the at the venue, we just went into the bar of the venue and ordered our own stuff because we were like, we're not drinking this other wine. It was, you know, we were very... Yeah. Uh, I want to say obnoxious now yeah. that I'm talking out loud. But yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Okay. I'm teasing you. <laughs> I bet you were freaking hoot. Yeah. And you did the bride's hair. I did the bride's hair, which was a lot of pressure. That sort of like makes up for it because she looked beautiful. Well, thank you. She was like, last minute, she's like, Lillian, can you just do my hair? And I was like, oh, like a room full of women just being like, go ahead, do the bride's <laughs> hair, bitch. I was like, okay. <laughs> that is... A I'm also like not I'm not a like um, I no I wouldn't immediately think of you as like because you're not like a very high maintenance person in the way of personal grooming everything else right right yeah, yeah, yeah. but like emotionally sure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I'm not like a super makeup hair person yeah so she was like you did my hair for prom remember and then I cried and then you know whoa it was a lot I was whoa. I can't handle that much uh, closeness wow. it was very intimate right you know I'll remember that on my wedding day. Okay. Well. Not to ask you to do my hair. I'll be dead, so. Um, <laughs> You'll be dead! I don't know. Um, <laughs> if I keep traveling this much, I will be. Um, you imagine that I'm getting married in a hundred years? No, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Shut up. Um, oh, real quick, before we get into our topic of the yeah. day, I want to say that I did, I had some travel mishaps, um, and I spent a lot of time in airports yeah. and on planes, obviously. The Denver airport is... Cuckoo. It's not my favorite. Dallas, you've, y'all you've are read lit. The conspiracy theories, right? I, I have. Okay. Um. So, anyways, I'm so curious because I like we look at everything with the service perspective, Plans. right? Yeah, and you, like, you I'm get if a there's, life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's me. Does got? If anyone works in a airport or has ever worked in an airport or on a plane if you're like a flight attendant. I want to oh, yeah. hear any stories you have. Write us at the FOH pod at Gmail because I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was watching them and I was like, this has to be one of the hardest service oh, yeah. industry jobs. Yeah. I'll people tell you are later such a about shitty... a thing that happened to me. Oh, okay. In an airport? In an airport. Mm-hmm. I mean, people just are so shitty and so mad and stressed out. Yeah. And then you're also serving them. Yeah. Youch. Yowza. Anyways. Yeah, it's bad. Everyone's dehydrated. Although, I guess you get paid pretty well as a flight attendant, so you probably can suck it up. Because they're always pretty nice. Yeah. You know? Or, right? They are really nice. Um, Once again, they broke a union. They're not paid as well as they should be. Okay. I just want to reiterate. Reiterate (laughs) that you've never said that here before. Well, not on this podcast, but I've said it to you. To me, personally. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah, we're pro union for. We're pro union. I almost like any union that's been broken. I just bring it up haphazard, just mention it. You know, casual conversation. Totally. Um, Joe of Kelly. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so we're gonna talk about something else out west that is also bad. Yay! Wildfires. Wow. Wow. We're just gonna put on audio of a crackling fire for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. And then that's it. Then you guys have to figure it out. Yeah. And we're like, do your own fucking research. (laughs) (laughs) The most aggressive (laughs) podcast episode. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, Kelly really spearheaded this research because as again, I was getting hammered on jello shots in Fort Collins and then also stuck in Denver. So 
I also am somewhat obsessed with the impending climate apocalypse, which so, I love. Yeah, so that's good for me. Yeah. And healthy, and this was cathartic. Yeah, this actually, looking at, Kelly sent me a bunch of research, and I read it, and I immediately got hives. It was so stressful. Yeah, it's actually not good. I, yeah, I, it's not, yeah, it's bad, actually. Yeah. I would say bad. It's actually, I don't know if you guys... I don't know what your perspective on climate change is, but we think it's bad. <laughs> Our audience is famous for being climate change deniers, so yeah. hopefully we'll turn you all around on this one. <laughs> we get a lot of the Ben Shapiro crowd over here. Um, um, yeah, I well, something I was saying before we started recording is I think it's um, interesting that restaurants and restaurateurs, like obviously pr- uh, like wine producers and, and farmers are, are kind of aware of obviously climate change and making changes to their production and whatever, but it's surprising to me that restaurateurs and chefs are not talking more about how climate change is going to change how we consume food and how we interact in restaurants and the existence of restaurants. If things don't change, like climate change is going to change restaurants and food. Like in the way of what's available and who is available to work those. Yeah. And also like, climate change like increasing warming to the earth is associated with increasing um stratification of wealth Mm -hmm. um so like restaurants will like like basically like the strata of restaurant that we work in is like that is going to exist for 20 more years you know, I think it's because rich people can afford the spacesuits to shield them from heat, mm. and then we're all going to die, and then it'll be robots and rich people in spacesuits. Yeah. Is what I'm imagining yeah, yeah, for yeah, our yeah. future. Can't wait. It's going to be a good future when literally everyone is a descendant of Elon Musk. Mm, Musk know? me, baby. <laughs> Musk me. It's like, who is it in the Bible that has to repopulate? You know I don't know that answer. Lot. Lot? That sounds like a Park Slope kid name. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Elon Musk and Grimes are going to do that for us. It's going to be great. Um, anyway, so the wildfires, what what this has to do is basically uh, the wildfire season in California has grown by 78 days since like 1970 or something like that. And um, because of climate change, it's so much hotter and so much drier. And Ugh, can you imagine living somewhere where you have a fire season? I mean, that's already a hellscape. Like, yowza. I would never, like, oh, it's fire season. <laughs> yeah. Time to get out the kindling. It's like, what the oh fuck? Oh, my God. It's be like so having, like, a bee scary. season. You're like, the bees are coming. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It's, it's very <laughs> biblical. Speaking of lot. It is, it's right? It's quite biblical. Um, yeah, fire season. It's like, why did we ever settle there? It's yeah. It's just so very weird. Like, they, like, the settlers got there, and they were like, oh, I guess it's the fire season. Yeah. And then it triggers mudslides. Like, it's fucking insane. It's the avocados that brought everybody over. Well, they are delicious. I mean, <laughs> the original hipsters were the Healthy fats. <laughs> They're like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is literally so good. And good for me. They're, like, dying of cholera, but eating avocados. <laughs> that, like, chocolate avocado. Yeah. They're like, yum. <laughs> Uh, anyways anywho so a couple things that we oh sorry too loud uh a couple things that we researched is um like wine how it changes wine production which is grapes are like vineyards are sort of naturally fire retardant because vines are like they're they're not flammable they're just gnarly old 
little bastards. Yeah, if you've ever seen a, a wine, like a, a wine, what am I saying? Like I'm a wine s- bush? <laughs> I guess that's a, kind of what it is. It just looks so, it doesn't look alive in the first place. No, they're very gnarled. Yeah. Very. So um, they don't catch fire easily. They don't catch fire easily. And like, and so that's like, most of the vineyards remained intact from these wildfires, but the concern for wine is smoke taint, mm-hmm. which is like, there's so much smoke in the air that it, actually gets into the grapes and right. makes the wine taste bad, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, because wine is, so, like, people joke about it, but it is so, like, sensitive to climate. Like, yeah. you know, when you're like, this smell, this tastes like uh, oyster shells. And you yeah. kind of, like, it's like, if it's grown somewhere that's like the seaside air, like, yeah. it's, I mean, it's so, like, that's why wine is so complex and beautiful is because it does take on all of those yeah. climate Terroir. attributes. Yes. That's what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's crazy. And then we were reading about, like, in Southern California, so most of the fires were in Northern California, but then in Southern California, which is, like, lemons, limes, avocados, and that's a lot more vulnerable to the fires, those crops. Mm-hmm. And also, they're harvest dates are later naturally so like the grape crop had been like 90 percent picked when the fire like when the worst of the fires was happening in northern california and then like limes lemons avocados like that stuff had not been picked gotcha uh and yeah and the last i mean it's fucking crazy because and then also like all of those trades depend on manual labor and a lot of that being like migrant yep and undocumented people's labor. Um, like it's like the, in the face of a natural disaster, that's like a terrifying status. So, so vulnerable and unable to get help or ask help or be afraid to even tell anybody like that you're even exist. Yeah. So you're like, it's like these compounding issues. So you have a, affordable housing crisis in most of these areas because they're so hyper-developed because of the money that wine brings in. Right. Specifically in wine country. So then if houses burn down, it's like, first of all, most of those places that migrants live in are rentals. So then it burns down. If you don't have renter's insurance, you're you're just totally fucked. And then like, there's no, like, and then where do you go? There's already no affordable housing. If it burns down, where, like literally where do you go? And then we read this article by this woman, Leilani Clark. Uh, it's called Under Sonoma County's Ashes, a Fund for Undocument Immigrants, Undocumented Immigrants Rises. And they were saying North Bay immigrants, right, immigrants rights advocates worry that undocumented immigrants fear fire victims aren't applying for help out of fear of the information provided to FEMA will be shared with other immigration agencies. And of course it will. Of course it will. I mean, LA County said that they were suspending all ice operations during the wildfires, except for like violent crime. But it's like, like in this culture, why would you trust? Absolutely not. Like, I mean, it's naive, honestly. So there's there are people setting up funds to help. Right. So then, because part of the problem is, like, even then, if you did share, like, disclose your information to FEMA, it's like you need, like, um, like photo IDs to cash these checks. And, like, a lot of a lot of states, I don't know what California's laws are, but, like, New York, you can't get a driver's license if you're undocumented. Like, you, so you can't, even if you could, even if you were eligible for the relief, you can't cash the benefit right and like and just like so much so like so many 
hurdles. And so this fund was set up. We should post um, a link we'll to post it. A link. Um, so if you want to donate to people who are displaced, and not we're not talking like wine people who are displaced, yeah, but we're like, like please the sommeliers, <laughs> think of what they will do. No, the the workers, the workers. Um, then that would be a really cool way to help out. Yeah, because that's a what a nightmare scenario. Yeah, and so and part of what they were talking about is like disaster capitalists, which is something like Naomi Klein, like shock doctrine, is yeah. a very famous. Um, Which work I think, on this. I used to work at a radical book press called oh. South End Press, and I'm pretty sure we published her. Yeah, we I'm sure. We had all the hits. Bell Hooks, freaking yeah. Zinn. We had them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's, she's on, I think she writes for The Intercept now. She's yeah. Canadian. She's like, you know, she's got a lot on her plate. Yeah. Um, but like after natural disasters, like people who want to hyperdevelop, basically using the vulnerability of a natural disaster to push through hyperdevelopment. This happened in New Orleans where after Hurricane Katrina, they wanted to create like, it was called like a free trade zone or something where it was like, there was literally like going to be like no regulation oh, chill. on industry to like invite industry back. It's Ugh. like, what could go wrong? Jesus. And then like you look at New Orleans now and you're like, oh yeah, that's like, it's a city filled with like white punks and like <laughs> half of like the black population hasn't returned because their homes are like uninhabitable. Right. And, like, it's like, fuck. It's like, that's a horror. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. white punks alone. I know. If you invite white punks into your city, that's another God biblical help you. plague. <laughs> Fire season. Bees. White punks. I mean, we're talking Ugh. real fucking issues. The vests. I can't. Oh, my God. It's like the rat tails. The rat tail. Guys, I beseech you, wear deodorant. You know, I wear natural deodorant. I'm happy to do We can post another fund for, right. for that kind to of. To buy you guys some fun. I don't know. What do you want? Arm and Hammer? Yeah. Tom's of Maine? Maybe what do you want? Put some baking soda in there. I don't know. Baking soda. That would be a punk solution, right? Yeah. Or you can make, you know, they make natural, you know, it's like beeswax and baking yeah, yeah, soda yeah. and maybe some like lavender oil. Well, I mean, you they can don't, make it yourself. They don't care, you know? Oh my God, you stinky weirdos. Oy, 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 with the I dogs. wear antiperspirant from an aerosol can. Kelly okay? is herself causing climate change with her personal I grooming mean, choices. It's worth it! <laughs> It's true. I've never smelled you, and I'm sure you've smelled me. So, oh my god, I actually smell so bad when I don't wear deodorant. I'm surprised you haven't smelled me. Yeah, I often am scared of how bad I smell because I'm like, does that mean I'm just so chock full of toxins? Is that what that means? Someone told me because I thought it was hormonal, and then someone told me it's just like like bacteria on your body, and I, so if you have like a bad, I, but I'm like, then am I covered in? I, I'm. We're not like dirty people. I must be covered with the most foul bacteria. I mean, though. I don't wash my hair, but that's just because I'm cool. Yeah. You know? No poo, baby. Yeah. Anyways. What do you do? Apple cider vinegar? I don't do anything. Oh, really? Yeah. It looks nice. Thanks. I just, you have to go through a couple months of like absolute hell. I think my hair is too fine. I don't think I, I have really do fine it. hair. Anyways. Anyway. <sighs> sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, Naomi Klein. <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, your legacy. Anyway, so <laughs> well, okay. Let's talk about what else. Um, what? Yeah, like extending that out. Like, what else is being impacted? Like, like so we know the workers. So then, 
I, I think it's interesting. What do you mean by like the restaurants will be like just how where oh. we, like where we get our produce, how much it costs? Yeah. Like, what do you what what are the effects of that? I think that um, well, part of it is that, but I think that like what they were saying, the times had a piece on specifically like the lemon lime avocado thing. And they were like, well, it'll just be imported from other countries. So like we're talking about like, and that's like a stopgap. So like, we're not going to see like a inflation and, and like, and there were all those headlines. Do you remember that? We're like, no, your avocado price. Yeah. Blah. But it's like, that's like the, there are stopgaps to like keep your avocado at like one forty nine or whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know how much is an avocado. There are more than that. Two dollars? Yeah. Yeah. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. If you're not at Whole Foods slash Amazon dot com. Dot com. Anyways. Whatever Steve Jobs want to charge you for an avocado. (laughs) Um. (laughs) I was just imagining him like laughing in that black turtleneck making guacamole. It's like... He's like, no child support and expensive guacamole. He's $3.50 a piece. And then he comes. Ew. Sorry. I'm very tired. I just had to go. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Um, God. <laughs> I literally, besides the fact that he had that child support thing, like, I would believe that man never came. Yeah. I mean, he has to put that energy elsewhere. Into making MacBooks. Yeah. Yeah. You can't come if you make MacBooks. No. You have to save up that, like, yogic, I mean, tantric <laughs> energy, and that's how you produce an iPhone. I mean, I believe that God is in with all of our bodily <laughs> fluids, and we shouldn't waste them. <laughs> They're godly. Oh. Don't waste them. <laughs> you are a sicko. Anyways. Anyway. Um, so, restaurants. So, restaurants. So, moving on. Restaurants. So, um, I think I'm just really interested in, like, yeah, kind of like what happens when, because basically like the inevitability of climate change is that like, um, w- like so much of where we farm now is not, it's not sustainable. Right. And not just because of like unsustainable farming practices, like literally the climate will change to the point where you cannot, like the crops will burn Ugh. in the soil. Okay. And so like, what does that mean right. for literally food? Yeah. Yeah. Like we have to eat tobacco. Yeah. In the South. Mm-hmm. You have to, well, there'll still be, of course, tobacco farms. Hell yeah. Uh, you have to eat tobacco. Um, we have to eat dirt. Perfect. Pika. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's an eating disorder. No, I know. Remember? Okay. Um, remember. <laughs> I don't know. Like in health class, I'm like, yeah, what, yeah. We, that nobody oh, We'll be that. like the models. We're just eating, um, like tissue paper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. But we'll all be like gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I whispered it. Kelly whispered gorgeous. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Okay. And then like, what do you mean for it'll change who works in restaurants? So because um, like, so climate change is going to create a global refugee crisis. Yeah. The likes of which we don't even have the ability to comprehend. We're in a global refugee crisis right now. Yes. And then it's going to like fully like a quarter of the world's population will be displaced by climate change, like within a century. And so you're talking about such an overabundance of people yeah. and an under there's like, there'll be no jobs right. and not in a like hokey, like political <clears throat> way. Like it's like, there will be like many more people than there are like roles for, as we think of them in our society. Yeah. And I just truly believe that 
like the future of restaurants is going to be so stressful. Like you're going to have like a subway that people eat for like sustenance, like truly. And then like, like poor people who have, who have to work. Cause also Brett Kavanaugh is going to like, there's going to be no labor protections. And so I'm imagining he's going to live for at least 150 years. He's probably a wizard. Yeah. Um, and so that's why he wouldn't shake that guy's hand. You know what that, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. I do know what you're talking about. Fucking nightmare. He doesn't want I know why. He has that spiritual energy. He didn't want to oh, transfer yeah. it over. Told cummy hands. He's like, you had a daughter. I know you came. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was in such that poor taste. That was really bad, but... Oh, that was in poor taste. I'm so sorry. We're, it's fine. We're on the, we are on the right side of history. We're yeah. just making bad jokes. Oopsies. Oopsies. You know? Um... So basically, I think there's going to be like food that people that's produced for poor people to eat. And then there's going to be like restaurants that rich people go to. And there's not going to be any middle class of restaurants. There's not going to be like anywhere we work with like $30 entrees. Everything's going to be like $5,000 or like you have to eat it because you like don't have time to make food. I was just imagining like Mad Max style rich people riding their motorcycles in the apocalypse up to a fancy restaurant and then taking off their like hideous skull masks and then they like go in and eat. Yeah. I mean, that sounds sick, but also very scary. I mean, if you're, yeah. I mean, I'm planning on being part of the ruling class. Of course, of course, of course. Sorry, I'm sorry. I I didn't, I put that kind of like (laughs) caveat on, but it's like, of course. Of course we will be. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think I know so much about this? It's yes. so I can weaponize it. You've been in the tunnels of the Denver airport listening to the whisperings yeah, of the like, Illuminati. What does Queen Elizabeth... Did you know Queen Elizabeth owns land like near the Denver airport? Really? Why? I'll tell you why. Yeah. Off mic, because I'm not about <laughs> to get killed for it. Zapped. They'll zap us right through these mics. <laughs> I know you guys are tapping my fucking house already, man. <laughs> I mean, that would be a great market to corner of the NSA was like <laughs> really into this podcast. <laughs> They're like, these girls are really on to something. <laughs> that's what I'm imagining that. We stumble. I mean, that's like how I see my life is stumbling onto something. And then like, it's like all those eighties movies, mm-hmm. you know, where you like stumble upon a nuclear code and then the people are after mm. you. you know oh my God. About? I was listening to that four part series on the, the boys on the tracks. Oh yeah. So that, crazy. that conspiracy theory. It's not, it's not, it's a, not theory. a theory. It's real. It's a true conspiracy. But conspirators, which makes it kind of is like makes you seem not crazy when you're like, no, man, it goes to the top. But Bill really, Clinton, Bill Clinton. But it does go. Guys, to the top. look this up. Google this. Boys on the track. Yeah, they know. Boys on the tracks. The boys on the track. Boys on the tracks. Anyways. Anyways. Um, <laughs> sorry. But this has been tangent central. But I think I think it's because um, it's a very scary topic. So I have to scary. joke about it. Yeah. Otherwise. And yeah. I also didn't do any research, so I'm just the monkey part of this. Right, this I did the research, but my brain is actually so trash. No, you sound great. Thank I you. think this whole podcast should be just me joking and interviewing you, who does all the work. What do you think? I mean, hey, whatever. Okay, great. We'll change the format next week fully <laughs> yeah. and permanently, so I can just be an idiot all of the time. I mean, if I get to choose my own topics, it's going to be. It's actually this topic every week. <laughs> if I get to choose <laughs> no. the topic, boring. But no, Um, that's all very interesting, and I think it is because as East Coasters, mm -hmm. and thank God for it, but as East Coasters, we are so removed from this, like, really huge and insane part of, like, so many people's lives and economies that it is, like, for me, 
I mean, I, I, pay, I try to pay attention to, to things, but this is like, you know, it's it's not really like something that I've been following so closely. Yeah. But when, I, when we were driving out in California, it was smoke-filled air. Yeah. There were signs everywhere that were like, we stand with you, fire department of whatever. We thank yeah. you for saving our home. Like signs and like yeah. and like tents everywhere and like it was real. Like you could, I mean, I saw it with my own eyes. You know. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I think we are saved. Also, we're saved like from like our our experience of climate change is like that. We're like, wow, it's gonna be like ninety degrees through September, but it doesn't. It's not. It's obviously not wildfires, right? Like, yeah. and then also like the labor that we see is so different because it is like migrant labor in New York is a lot more like people in car washes and in mm-hmm. restaurants and in home health aid. And so it's like in these like sort of roles that are familiar to us. Yeah. And, and like, like hidden in this way too, yeah. you know, and then, it, and it's not people like in fields picking crops. Like that's right. not something we're doing up here. I mean, no. I guess it is, but well, yeah, I don't know. Upstate. There's, all right, there's someone moving 15 pieces <laughs> Furnitures. of furniture upstate, upstate. I don't know if you guys can hear it. You probably can't, but that's what that is. I actually don't know. That's, like, bad. I don't know. I don't know what. What crops are grown? What, upstate? There's nothing. Bad. I mean, I just don't know what the labor is. Like, who labors on those crops? I mean, I know there's stuff grown, but it's, like, smaller smaller production, smaller yields. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an agriculture head. <laughs> Be the most like, boring. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not in 4-H. Sorry, I don't read Farmer's Almanac every day like you, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. I know. That'd be kind of hot. What if you saw somebody reading a Farmer's Almanac? Like, in the park, would you go say hi? No, because I like I can imagine who's reading the Farmer's Almanac, and it's, like, the worst kind of white man being like, <laughs> yeah, I'm reading the Farmer's Almanac. No, but what if it was, like, a salt of the earth? Oh, like a like an old man. Yeah, yeah. It's like an old man with like very like leathery hands. Oh yeah, I'd say hi. Okay, I'd probably say hi. Sometimes I check the farmer's almanac for moon stuff. Okay, that's for my astrology heads. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's a tip for my astrology heads. Oh, that's good. (laughs) The farmer's almanac has like they because they have a ton of information on like the moon cycles, Mm -hmm. and they also can tell you like like each full moon like is something like has a title so and you can represents do your something. biodynamic wine and your chart from the farmer's almanac kind of yeah Just chill yeah check it out um okay i think we've uh <laughs> shakily covered this very important right so um actually one last thing oh, that i yeah. think you want to cover yeah this article um in esquire by sarah rents i believe is how you say her name um it's about guy fieri uh, and he is cooking meals for wildfire evacuees um which is so great and and like what a great use of your celebrity chef status and a, a very funny uh comic here in new york uh named shane torres has a whole bit about guy fieri it's like pretty famous now he did it on late night but it's just about how, like, it's so crazy how much we hate Guy Fieri. Because it's, like, this weird, like, classist, like, yeah. Guy Fieri's a shitty he dude. Sucks. He loves cheeseburgers wrapped in bacon. But he also, like, donates a significant am- amount of money to, like, um, in-need schools and, like, children with developmental disabilities. Yeah. Like, he's, like, actively, like, donating and working with all of these charities. And obviously, like like cooking thousands of people like meals and it's just like what like he's like actually a really great person and it's just like he has like we love guy fieri and he has like i mean sure you can make fun of like donkey sauce which is hilarious but also that's cummy right 
donkey sauce that's like cum adjacent yeah, yeah. i mean i think that's part I'm of sorry the this appeal. episode has referenced cum so many i don't times. normally talk about it but no, i think me i'm neither i'm just very vulnerable right now from being from traveling and seeing old friends right I just, I, yeah you know I'm, I things it. are coming out of my mouth that i wouldn't normally yeah. say um but i think and like of course there's the other guy you should when you go to therapy just play this episode and then just be like what do you think yeah what do you think doc <laughs> he's, he's like, like i don't really out. want you to promote your podcast in this space it's really more <laughs> does he listen i don't know interesting anyways um and then the other celebrity chef who always the jose jose andres who's like i feel like a little more like uh he's a little more refined yeah he's more high profile you know very yeah acceptable we we, we want to celebrate him respectability politics yeah i'm just kidding please don't drag me uh um but yeah i think i just think it's so interesting like another great way that like yeah that, we love guy yeah um it would be really interesting if like you know sometimes when you've like like Facebook or Instagram stalk someone and then you accidentally reference something that you've seen that you've seen without like them talking about it. Yeah. Like if your therapist was like, Oh, and I heard you like open the ball, you know, like he like yeah. accidentally made a reference and you were like, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want him to listen to it, but no, I mean, I would say no. I mean, he wants me to text him a lot, which is like kind of weird, but oh. I got drunk at the airport and I texted him. So that's nice. That counts. That's fun for him. <laughs> you asked treat. for it. <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I think that about sums it up. Yep. Um, thank you for listening. If you uh, would do us a favor, review, rate, subscribe. Yeah. Also, if you want, um, we have a fun Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, Twitter. And Twitter. I think they're different. It's pod FOH versus the, the FOH, FOH pod. pod. But if you just look for it, you'll find us. You'll find it. It's not hard. It's not hard. Just, you know what? Put in a little bit of effort. Yeah. Okay. Also, if anyone's interested in the research that I did, just contact me directly because <laughs> it, it's a lot more linear than what it's coming across right now. Sorry. Instagram is FOH pod. That's okay. my, that's my favorite medium. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, yeah. I have nothing more to say about my research. Okay, great. I stand by it. Okay. Please. I think you did a great job. Thank you. Everyone clap for Kelly right now at home. Thank you. I Yay. can hear it. I Yay. can hear it. Yay. Um, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.